welcome back to another edition of the Ways of Working podcast. I am your host, Adam Thackeray, and today I am delighted to be joined by Amanda Wilson-Chiochi. So Amanda is the founder of The Monarch & Co. and is passionate about helping heart-centered entrepreneurs and CEOs organize, simplify, focus, so they can grow, build, and launch their dream businesses and life. As a cancer survivor and mama of three, she understands the value of time. As a business owner, your most scarce resource is focus. And when you work with Amanda, she gives you the successful tools, experience, and strategies to transform your business and get you from feeling overwhelmed, burnt out, frustrated, and lost to feeling organized, focused, clear, and confident. There are massive benefits from having organized systems, a great launch strategy, and the right mindset so that you can live in possibility and get the work you are meant to get out of this world. If you're looking to take your vision to the next level, then Amanda knows how to get you there. I'm very excited to have Amanda on board. Uh, it's been a great delight working with her, and I uh, can't wait to get started. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Amanda wilson Chiochi. Welcome very much uh, to the Ways of Working podcast. Great to have you on today. Thanks for joining us. Thanks. Um, so I'm going to get right started, uh, get things uh, started here. And the first question I have is around um, your background. And you have an eclectic background and history around um, art, travel, and, and teaching. Um, how has that shaped and perhaps continues to shape your journey as an entrepreneur? Mm, great question. I think it fully shapes my journey as an entrepreneur. And really um, influences how I make decisions. So um, especially the creative side. So the creative being an artist, um, I just wrote a post about this actually, but um, approaching your business like a painting. Yeah. So it's always gonna, you know, there's this lovely quote that says a painting um, is never finished. It always stops in interesting places. Mm-hmm. And so I think your business is like that where you're constantly adding layers, removing, trying new techniques, adding different people to the mix, at least with my art, it's collaborative. So we do it that way. Um, so it's always adapting and changing. Mm-hmm. And so I think having that perspective on the canvas helps me have that perspective um, in entrepreneurship because I'm comfortable adapting, right. changing, adding, removing, um, collaborating. And, and and do you find the more, the more you do it and the more you explore in that creative side, the more comfortable you get then? Absolutely. And um, for me, if I get stuck creatively mm-hmm. in my business, then doing my art um, actually helps move things. So it mm. helps that create, it's like that outlet, you know, some people need to go to the gym and run for an hour yeah. or, um, you know, whatever that releases for them. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's art mm-hmm. and okay. being able to get creative in that space allows me the headspace to maybe approach, right. you know, problems or issues or strategies in a different, more creative way in the business. Very good. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned collaboration. So you, uh, you work with your husband with it. Go into some of the, the, the nature of that work, what it looks like, and, and how that collaboration has helped you. Because you hear a lot of people talking about collaboration these days, but unfortunately it sometimes gets, like a lot of other buzzwords, lost in, in its approach or in its definition. Uh, go through that and then you know, how you might apply that in business or how you do apply in business. Because obviously you run your own business as well as you, you help out uh, a tremendous amount of entrepreneurs as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think... I mean, I am all about collaboration and I really do think that 
those efforts make better results. And um, so with my husband and I, we have um, Kayam Studio. That's our collaborative art business. We, you know, we run the business together. We mm-hmm. paint together. So it's two paint, two perspectives on one panel. So we don't each paint, but we each paint on one piece. Interesting. And um, I think what that does is it allows us to trust the process. So, you know, we've we've gone to school, we've done the techniques, we, you know, are practicing artists, we're, we're doing it every day. But then um, when you combine and you join forces with someone else, then, you know, that's a whole, <laughs> that's a whole other bag. Right. But you really just need to trust the other person that they have the big vision in sight. And yep. then you can go on that journey together. So just like in business, you know, if you have a shared mission or a shared vision mm-hmm. and, you know, you're all aware of the, the the big vision and the big goal, then you need to trust your team or trust your collaborators to to get to that point together. Yeah. And I, I like that, the, the trust part, because I find that that that's a big disconnect with leadership and individuals is that mm-hmm. nobody really trusts anybody anymore because there, there isn't that authenticity and there's always, people always think there's some sort of hidden message behind it. But when you get that close of a relationship in, in your art or in business, then, then it makes a whole world of difference. Yeah. And I think you can really see the opportunities. So when you're, when you are collaborating more than you're not, then you mm-hmm. see the opportunities that are available in that collaboration. And you can see that, you know, um, by collaborating, you were able to take it further than you would a, you were able to do yourself. Right. And so the same goes for business is that if you can allow that trust to, you know, have that shared vision and, and work towards something, then you might be able to take it further than you would by yourself. And you find that you're more relaxed in that and you feel you're in a better, you know, flow of work, if you will, in those situations then because there is that trust, because there is that opening. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, um, you know, great minds come together and can do great things. So I think, you know, just having more people thinking about one problem or, you know, how to grow a business or scale Mm -hmm. something is going to do better than one person thinking on their own about it. So I think those, you know, collaborative minds really help, Mm -hmm. um, you know, creatively and business wise. <laughs> for sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so you've had the Monarch and Co for a few years now. Um, what, what have been some of the, the biggest things you've learned over the past couple of years as you've been growing this business? You, you, you know, jump started it one day, got it going and you've been, you know, very successful with it. I've used it. It's been been great. Um, what have you learned the most over that those past couple of years in, in that journey? Oh, that's a great question. I mean, probably the collaboration piece is amazing. So just, you know, reiter- reiterates and confirms that collaboration yeah. really yeah. Um, is a great thing. And that, um, I mean, a lot of what I talk to my clients about and students about is you you have it in you to to go where you want to go. Mm-hmm. So I think, um, you know, starting the business from nothing and then growing it to where it is now, um, just seeing that it takes determination. It takes, you know, being really clear on what your why is and really clear on that vision to be able to, to get it where you want to go. So knowing that you have it in you to do it. And then also, um, you know, reaching out and building a community and, a and collaborating with people to, to make that vision a reality. Mm -hmm. And how do you find the community here? Obviously you came, you and your family came from Guelph up to here now. How have you felt the the community has been since coming to, to Collingwood or to the Georgia Bay region? We love it. It's our, it's, um, it's home. It feels like home here. And, um, you know, it, it was just 
serendipitous that, you know, two weeks before the pandemic hit, really, Mm -hmm. I came to my first common ground here at Mm, the foundry. And I remember leaving that first common ground and going home and saying, oh, I found my people. Like it was just a, (laughs) such a welcoming group and, um, you know, been hanging around ever since and coming in, (laughs) working here and just love it. It's the, it's such a net giving community. Yeah. So, um, it's kind of what I'm all about. (laughs) Amazing. Mm -hmm. And and you're part of the art community as well. Mm -hmm. Um, how have you seen that evolve? And it doesn't have to necessarily be this region specific, but obviously we've gone through a pandemic, but just in terms of resilience, over the years. We now live in an age of software or or the digital age, as some refer to it as. Um, How has the art world adopted um, from your perspective and maybe how has your your art company uh, adopted as well to to thrive in this new age? Yeah, that's, I mean, we're pivoting like everybody else. Mm -hmm. So, you know, everyone else had to uh, move online and get comfortable using those tools. Uh, which can be a really hard thing for artists because they're, you know, more creative and yeah. less tech-based unless you're running a tech-based art, yeah. um, you know. But so for us, um, we always had an online component of our work because yeah. we had collectors and clients that were across the globe. So, you know, they saw our work online, we would post, and that's how we did our sort of transaction. So that wasn't new to us when that, yeah. when everything shut down. Um, it was to a lot of artists. So what I think it's done is given a lot of opportunities to artists that were really focusing local, which is great. Yeah. But then it allowed them to reach a broader audience. Do you think like, cause you, you've traveled extensively all, all over the world and, and growing that network, do you feel that that's helped you then with, um, with your businesses and just how you, how you're conducting business these days? I think so. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, in our travels and the communities we live, we really like to get into the community and, um, you know, see what's going on, feet on the ground, get to know people, get to know a place, um, a space. Um, We're interested in that for our art and then interested in that for business and Mm. and really getting integrated within the community that you're part of. Very good. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, so part of your business is focusing on, you know, the entrepreneurs helping to, to launch their businesses. And, you know, you mentioned some of the, you know, the challenges you went through with Monarch and just the growth and learning. Do you find it's the same with those? Like, are you seeing patterns now with some of the clients you're working with? And if so, do you have any like high level guidance you can give to those who might be struggling right now and, and what they can do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the patterns are often the same, especially uh, with the visionaries that come. Uh, they have all these great ideas mm-hmm. and uh, don't know what to focus on. So it's really um, one of my favorite things to do is really just laser in and right. help them get the clarity on what to focus on so that you can scale and grow your business in a way that is aligned with you. Very familiar with that problem. <laughs> <laughs> Lots going on, sometimes needs focus. So do you see, so but like on, this area has been noted in, in, on this podcast as well in the news about it being an entrepreneurial hub or that is trying to grow to that. There's an accelerator that's coming to town and there's lots that is you know happening we have amazing entrepreneurs in the foundry where we are today um do you think businesses can legitimately scale here in the region and it's not specific to an industry but it's just you know from what you've seen um do you think companies can truly scale in this area um moving forward a hundred percent yeah absolutely they can and i think the online capacity gives 
so many businesses, so many more opportunities. Mm -hmm. So, and you know, getting online is a great way to diversify your business if you're not already online. And if you are, then just really getting clear on what you should focus on in order to scale it. But I think there's massive opportunity there. And do you see particular, maybe we'll dig into it a bit more, like have you seen particular um, industries or, or verticals that people are focused on? Like there's mention of it being a very creative community around here. Um, do you see areas that, that might be more successful than others just based on, you know, what, you, what you've been working with so far? Hmm. Um, I mean, a big part of my audience are my clients and my students that come are course creators, they're yeah. coaches, consultants, and, um, you know, business owners who run memberships. So I think that online component is something that can scale really easily and um, be done well. Resiliency has been and seems to be second nature to you. Um, You know, how has your own challenges in life and business helped you grow overall? Oh, that's a great question. Um, When you said that, the first thing that popped up was... um, when I was 22, mm-hmm. I was diagnosed with cancer mm-hmm. and um, beat that. That's done. Got to, you know, discharged in 2019 officially. Congratulations. So, yeah, thank you. Um, but that just, I think, is a huge part of my resiliency mm-hmm. and my optimism and the way that I look at things. So, um, for me, it's you never know what's around the corner. Right. So, just enjoying those moments and living in possibility. So I think that is a huge part of, you know, <laughs> how I move forward. And, and, you know, part of that living day to day, like how do, how do you cope with that? You know, either, you know, during your time where you had cancer and you were in recovery or even now, um, it, it is a very good mentality to have. Uh, what, what do you tell yourself or what sort of coping mechanisms or what sort of practices do you utilize to, to help um, continue to bolster and have that confidence? Yeah. Uh, so I work with Jen Walker for mm. mindset activations, and that's a huge, um, I would say, a huge component of my success now and has been for the year that I've been working with her. And um, one of the things that came out in one of our early activations is, um, you know, the biggest fear for everyone is fear of death. Right. Right. And so and that was a, a big block for me was what if this comes back or the fear of right. you know those things happening and really focus on the fact that, you know, no one makes it out of here alive. Right. right? Everyone dies eventually. So knowing that, um, how do you want to live your life? Right. And so that was just a complete switch for me where it was, yes, we all know we're going to die. No one knows the date of when that's going to happen. So, you know, live the life the way you want to. And and what do you want to accomplish in that time while, while you're here and while you have those air and that air in your lungs. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's great. I, I think it is important to do that. And it, it, it's perspective and, and yeah. really having a, a different perspective. So, it, and yeah, Jen, Jen's great. So it's mm-hmm. definitely has that and very interesting to, <clears throat> to speak with. Um, part of, uh, what you like to have and what I, I you know, admire is you like systems mm-hmm. and that <laughs> systems are important for success. Um, why are those systems important to succeeding um, with your business as it grows, how they operate, um, and what are some of the you know the downfalls of not implementing systems early on? Mm-hmm. So systems, they really do set you free from the weeds of your business. Mm-hmm. And I think that, um, you know, everything can either be turned into a system or, right. um, you know, or sh- should be looked at as a system. Yeah. There are things that you're constantly doing in your business that are 
repeatable. So you're doing the same thing over and over and that should be turned into a system so mm -hmm. that you're you're free from that. And um, when you when you can do that, when you can recognize those patterns and turn it into a system, then that's when you can really get the traction to scale your business. Okay. Mm -hmm. And have you seen like entrepreneurs who have maybe not, have you seen the, the negative side of them not implementing systems and you know, what, what, what course have, has then been taken with those individuals? Have you been able to recover them or have you seen just, you know, a lesson learned for them down the road? Yeah. I mean, absolutely. If you don't have those systems in place, it's just going to take longer. So systems really do collapse time and get you where you want to go faster. And, you know, not having those systems in place just prolongs <laughs> the end point. Right. So, um, you know, in our transformation package, our team really focuses on getting those systems in place, optimizing every part of your business so that you can really take the thing that you want to be doing and scale that mm. in a way that works for you. That's smart. Um, we, we touched a bit on the region um, and, you know, that you, you do call it home. Um, can you elaborate a bit more on, on what makes this so unique for living and working in this particular region. Obviously it's noted as, you know, as that, but everyone has a bit of their own story as to, to why it feels so unique to them. Mm -hmm. uh, for us, it's lifestyle. It's that work-life balance yeah. that everyone talks about that I feel we really get here. Um, you know, if we've had a really busy week, um, you know, work is busy, we have three kids, the, yeah. you know, the art, we walk down to the bay and, yes. you know, listen to the waves and go for a trail hike and you know, just get ourselves immersed in nature. So mm -hmm. for us, um, the draw here is really the connection with nature and being able to be by the water, you know, take a ski, yeah. um, go for those trail hikes, go for a bike. It just gives us the work-life balance with while being in a community that's, you know, vibrant and active mm -hmm. and um, super cute downtown. So <laughs> it's all the things that we really value. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, I like that there is a, like, there's a lot of people that are big on, their, you know, getting outdoors, being in nature, mm -hmm. really embodying a lot of it. And so it's, it's nice to see because there is a bit of this, you know, larger tribe, if you will, or community mm -hmm. feel to it. And, and, you know, I've said before too, that I love that fact that you do get the, the true community feel uh, yep. to this region, which yeah. you don't always experience wherever you go. Yeah. And community is huge for us and um, just that connection with it. And, mm -hmm. and this feels, even though it's a rapidly growing community, it still feels like, you know, small town um, does, yes. where, you know, people care and ask how you're doing and smile when you walk by when you can see them. And, <laughs> you know, so it's, it's a, it's a great spot to be. We love it here. Yeah. It, it is nice that even the simple things like somebody says hello and yeah. you, know, you, you get that it, there is that, that natural piece. Yeah. Um, in, in regards to, I, so one of the standard questions I always ask on the podcast is around books and it, it tends to jump into other conversations, but, um, people tend to be, you know, curious, lifelong learners. I know you're one of them. Um, what three books would you recommend to the audience? Oh, hmm. And it's left open so that you can pick whatever. Um, <laughs> it can be current stuff. It can be just, you know, in your in your lifetime. I, I leave it open because it allows for that. Yeah. You know. um, 
One of the books that, um, I mean, okay, so I'll start with the easy ones. The business books, I, so I read business books all the time. Mm. Love them. I can soak them up and just, yeah, enjoy every bit of it. Um, so Rocket Fuel, it's a big one for me. Mm. I love it. Um, it talks about, you know, structure, organization, systems, mm-hmm. how to, you know, rocket fuel your business and the components you need for that. Yeah. Um, the Practice by Seth Godin. It was okay, another yeah. really great one. So really just shipping the work, get it out there um, and really relates to how we look at art, the art business. Mm-hmm. And then um, the most recent, not most recent one, I guess last year I read a book in um, June. It's called If Women Rose Rooted. OK. Um, and just came after a really busy period of time. Yep. And uh, kind of feeling burnt out a bit, just really, you know, <laughs> running the clock, working a lot and read that book. And it just reignited the passion about, you know, what I do and why reconnected me to my my bigger mission and vision. Mm. And um, was an absolutely amazing book that just. Yeah. And what's the premise of that book? Like, how did, how did it reignite and get your, you know, your juices flowing again, if you will? It just, uh, it talks about getting rooted to your purpose oh, and I then see. rising okay. from yep. a strong foundation, which is kind of a lot of what I talk about right. with my students and clients is really making sure you have that strong foundation in place, getting mm-hmm. super clear on your why yep. and your vision mm-hmm. and being able to grow and impact from there. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned around, you know, just shipping work and getting, you know, things out the door. Um, that is probably next to communication and maybe one or two others. One of the biggest problems, people just don't know how to get shit done. Mm-hmm. Um, they have such a challenge with just not even taking a step forward. It's even continuing to move after that. Why do you think, and this is not entrepreneurs, but people like at work in general have a hard time getting work done? Mm-hmm. I think, um, I mean, there's different reasons. A lot of what I come up against with clients and students is the the fear of releasing that out into the world Mm -hmm. and so it's you know we call it their heart babies or the things that really matter to them and there's always a block well a fear of being visible or fear of success at some level or you know those things that kind of hold you back from getting your work out and um really you know if you're doing something that's helping someone and you want to make that bigger impact then you need to ship the work and right. get it out. And how do you how do you encourage or, or coach some of your clients to to move past? Because there's always the and you know you and I have talked about this as well about you write something, but probably forty or fifty other people around the world at any given point have written the same piece. How do you encourage people? And it's the same for shipping products to market. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, what do you say to them to encourage them to to get over that road bump? Just to say, just get it out the door. Like just move with it. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple ways. So the, the first is that your audience will always find you. So, you know, um, one of the things I, I heard a a long time ago and I can't remember who it was, but the, it's called the green river. So, you know, there's, there's so, you know, just because, uh, something is saturated, like a market is saturated, Mm -hmm. it doesn't Mm -hmm. mean there is an opportunity for you. It means you need to step into the green river and, Uh, uh, be part of that. So, um, just getting, getting it out there and allowing your people to find you because you know how you say a message is going to be different than how someone else does and you know it's heard differently as well so some people will resonate with you some people won't you just got to get it out there and hope that your people will find you Um, 
So that's one way. And another way is speaking about collaboration um, with all of our students and clients. I collaborate with Jen, so Jen Walker, uh, okay, and yeah. um, I have them work with her on work with all of our students and clients on mindset, so that we can really eliminate those blocks and and get them scaling and and growing a lot faster than. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Those are great because it, it, it is a problem, right? You see it quite often, like, you know, get just getting started or even just getting it out the door is half the problem. And, yeah. and so that's those are some really good tactics. Um, one of the other pieces I had was around, um, you know, you mentioned the resiliency pieces. Um, perseverance has also been a, a big piece of, you know, what you've been doing. Um, how do you see, you know, through the current pandemic, as we move forward, how does perseverance help entrepreneurs? Because you hear it again, and the way where I'm going with this is more around tactical solutions because you hear perseverance at a high level, but what are some real world things that people can do to help them as they move through that? Because they might say, put something out there and it's crickets, but they might put 15 things out there and then there might be a viral, you know, um, piece of content that goes out there or their product all of a sudden hits. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what do you, what can you, you know, tell the audience or, or, you know, clients that you work with around perseverance? Yeah, I think, um, you know, the way I relate to this is more in the sport side of my brain or dancer mm-hmm. side of my brain in that it's, you know, and same with businesses, it's not one and done. It's, yeah. you know, it, <laughs> you have to think of it as a long-term game and consistency and showing up and doing the things over and over again. Um, you know, athletes don't go to the start line and expect yep. to win the finish line if they haven't trained for the year. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's that, you know, it's consistently putting in the effort to get the results that you want to get. Right. I think that's great. Well, mm-hmm. What sports did you play? Um, I mean, growing up, volleyball, basketball, um, baseball oh, was a, a big one. Um, and I was a competitive dancer for a long time. Right. And mm-hmm. how did, so there, there's a lot that goes into that. Um, talk about some of the, you know, the, the, the pieces you kept in place or some of the habits in there that helped you, you know, continue to, to push along as a competitive dancer. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, you know, at the height of it, I was training seven days a week, four hours a day um, in school full time. So it, you know, it, it consistently putting in those efforts to right. get the results that you want for, you know, a show at the end of the, at yeah. the end of the month yeah. or, you know, whatever. So you, you have to consistently put in those efforts. You're consistently training, building the muscle, building the mentality, mm-hmm. you know, working on perfecting that routine so that you can go and have that big vision. You can show up and, and do the thing that you were meant to do or that you right. wanted to do with it. So same with any athlete or any training, you know, you have to put, you have to put in the work to get I, the results. I like that though. It's, it's mm-hmm. simple messaging and, you know, consistency, you have to put in the hard work. There's no easy road to it. Um, and, but there's clear, clear examples behind that. So that's mm-hmm. great. Um, okay. Well, thank you very much for joining us today. Really yeah. appreciate your time. Hope you had fun. Yeah. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Look forward to having you on board and, uh, you know, where can people find you? That's what I almost forgot to ask that. Where's the best place where people can find you on the internet? Yeah. So I'm on Instagram at monarchandco.com not.com at the monarch and co <laughs> my <laughs> website, the monarch and yeah. And you can email me info at the monarch and <laughs> Very cool. All right. We'll include that all in the show notes, but awesome. thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, really appreciate it. Um, we look forward to having you back and uh, we're going to get this posted ASAP. So thank you very much. Awesome. Thanks. All right.
Okay, everyone, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for joining us today. We always appreciate our listeners tuning in and listening to the Ways of Working podcast. If you would like to learn more about Ways of Working, including all previous podcast episodes, please go to www.fact.ca. So that's T-H-A-C-K dot C-A, where you can find all of our podcast episodes as well as there's blogging and other articles. And we would love to hear your feedback. So please uh, provide that whenever possible. We always greatly appreciate it. So thanks so much, everyone.